And I love how God works with us because our spiritual mother has always said that we are two sides to the same coin, which means that we can't do very much without each other, but together we get a whole picture. And the word that the Lord gave me was the year of release. And it was a five to one. Five to one speaks to restoration, which literally our prophetic word was what it used to take you five years to do, you'll do in a year. Now somebody ought to be praising God about that. That what it used to take you five, deliverance that it used to would have taken you five years to get, you'll get in a year. Um, breakthrough financially that it used to would take you five years to get. I, I, I just want to say this. Um, Ari, go, y'all go look for a house again. Go look again. Don't, don't get discouraged. Go look again. And, and don't just pick any place because there's a set place for you. And even if somebody's in there now, if it's your place, that means they moving out so you can move in. So go look again. Because this is the year of houses. And not just any house to have a house, a house that you actually love. Because you actually have a house in your heart. Something that you see in your heart. Go look again. Don't let go of your faith. And don't buy into what, even though the, all this stuff is happening, and yes, it's true that people are charging over and are making and all of that different stuff, but you've got to hold fast to the confession that God has a house for the coals. Amen? And so we agree with you. Amen? And so five to one, things that it used to would take you five to one, revelation, insight, understanding. But this prophetic word is designed to anchor us. So we want to walk you through it. The other thing you guys really need to think about this, and this is something we're very aware of, that just because you go to church somewhere doesn't mean you see those people as your pastors. Sometimes people just want a preacher. But the reality of it is, is that you don't receive the anointing when you don't recognize what's on the ministry gifts that are sitting in front of you. You get good information. And nobody's life is changed by information. Life is changed by revelation. It's not information, it's revelation when it illuminates, right? So I encourage you, if you feel that God has called you here, then let us do our job. Let us do our job. Don't make our job difficult because we want you to be blessed. And we don't want to control you. But tell your neighbor, say, will you let them do their job? What does that look like? That means we got to be able to pastor you when we're telling you you're amazing and go look for a house. And when we tell somebody else it's not the time, you need to hold on just a second. When it's like you're going to the nations and it's like stay in your neighborhood. You got to be able to hear both and for you. And if you don't trust our heart for you, you got to ask yourself why you're here. And if God trusts our heart for you, I had to say all of that because none of this matters if you're not in proper position in how you see us. So, there we go. So this, so this morning, so this morning, I don't know if this is it. So anyway, so this morning, what I wanted to do as we got ready to walk you through this, this particular prophecy, I wanted to remind you, those of you that was with us, when we were getting ready to go into 2020, it was November of 2019, and we started with the first word that the Lord gave us, which I believe has been a sequence of words that have propelled us to where we are today. And in 2019, in November of 2019, we had this word that said we needed to get into alignment and agreement. That alignment and agreement was going to position us for advancement. And we was clear that we said advancement, not acceleration, because when the Lord was speaking with us, he was saying that literally 
it wasn't going to be a series of steps. We were going to go to sleep one way and wake up another. And then Pastor Sean came back with that five to one word, which was just an agreement with what God had already said in 2019. But then when we went into 2020, uh, January and February, things were great. And then March, the pandemic hit. But because we were so focused on being aligned with God, that literally even when everything was going crazy around us in the world, a lot of us, ourselves included, saw one of the most prosperous years we'd ever seen. Amen. Not just in terms of finances, but in terms of our relationship, in terms of our um, dealings with each other, with our kids, with our families, with our health. A lot of you got healthier in the pandemic. I know they laughing and talking about the pandemic pounds, but a lot of folk around here lost pandemic pounds. <laughs> because God had given us a word about being in alignment with, with, with what he had been speaking to us. And so the word he gave us in November of 2020, as we were going into 2021, because I'll be honest, when we first shut down in March, I really did. I thought we'd be back by June. Uh, I figured it'd take a couple weeks, you know, and then here we are, you know, and people say, well, we could have went back earlier, maybe, but we got we to gotta obey God. And so we came back on God's timing. We weren't trying to rush it. Amen. Uh, but listen, our online ministry has grown. We've got partners all across the world. I mean, literally across the world. And there are people who are watching us every week. And there are new people who are who are adding us every week. Because why? We chose to just be obedient to God. And the same thing is true for your life. Any area you catch yourself being obedient in, you're going to see prosperity in that area. And so this morning we thought, well, what do we say on this first Sunday back together? What do we say to the people as we as we join together? And I thought, you know, we need to revisit this word because this word God said to me was like an anchor for us. And many of you know that an anchor is literally designed to keep a ship from moving in rough waters. And I've said to you before, and I continue to say it again, the next the next 18 to 24 months are going to be rough for a lot of people. It's going to be rough for a lot of people in terms of, of economics. It's going to be uh, rough for a lot of people in terms of their vocational um, occupations, in terms of their relationships. But just because things are rough doesn't mean they have to knock you down. And so what I want to do is I want, I want us to go through and just, again, walk through this. You know, sometimes it's easy to hear a prophetic word one time, and it sounds good and it feels good. But how many of you know if you don't pay attention to it, you'll forget what that word says? It's why the Bible talks about not letting the word slip. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. don't let this prophecy, don't let this prophecy. slip from your hands. You got to put it in your eye gate. You got to put it in your ear gate. It's got to get into your heart. In the scripture that the Lord gave us was 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. But before we get there, I want to read something uh, out of Hebrews 6. And I don't, they may not have it back there. That's okay. The Lord uh, told me to go here when Pastor John was talking. Hebrews 6. 17 through 19. And, and, and just listen to what this says. It says, wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise. Say, I am, I am an, heir an heir to his promises. To his promises. He says, Where, wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie that we may have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that has been set before us. 
Verse 19 says, which hope we have as an anchor for our soul. It is both sure and steadfast, and which entered into that within the veil. In other words, he says, when God gives us a word, and you're willing to put that word into your heart, it is as sure to hold you in position as an anchor holds a boat. And do you know I was thinking about this, and I looked it up, that an aircraft carrier, a United States aircraft carrier, has some, somewhere between five and 6,000 soldiers on board that aircraft carrier. And they have anywhere between 50 to 75 jet planes. Not to mention all of the nuclear warheads, all of the food it takes for them to be at sea for months at a time. They have all of that on one ship. And they anchor those ships with four anchors. Four anchors in the middle of an ocean. They can anchor that aircraft carrier with four anchors. God says, my word is like thousands of anchors for you. It doesn't matter what comes your way. It doesn't matter what storms you encounter. It doesn't matter what disappointments you may face. It doesn't matter who comes against you. God says, my word will anchor you. And I don't know about you, but that, that gives me peace. Because people like me, I'm a type A kind of person, and I like controlling my environment. But there are things that happen in my life, and I can't control my environment. There are things that happen that, 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 that I don't get to make a decision about who does what to me or to my family, but God anchors me. And I believe that there are some of you who are going to hear this prophecy today in a way that you never heard it. And I declare in the name of Jesus, it's going to anchor you. And the things that's been bothering you, the things that's been, you, you've, been, you've been contemplating, the things that have been getting under your skin, the things you've been praying about, but you, you really hadn't had faith about them, today is your day. Today is your day. And it's, it's really important to notice, though, that it, says, it doesn't say it'll anchor your spirit. No. It says it will anchor your soul. What's your soul? Mind, will, emotions intellect, and imagination. You've got to get enough word in you that your soul isn't shaking. Your spirit going to be fine because your spirit is made in the image of God. Your spirit is fine. It's never your, even when people say my spirit is vexed, your spirit is never vexed. It's your soul, your mind, will, emotions, intellect, and imagination. If you want to survive and live and thrive no matter what is going on, you have to get enough word in you to anchor your emotions when life happens. Because the truth of it is for many of us, because you are so emotionally unstable, you're so emotionally, you're, the Bible says you're tossed to and from because you don't have an anchor in your soul. Hear me, you can love Jesus and not be anchored in your soul. And what happens is that then all the enemy has to do is send a wind and you're distracted by things that never should have had your attention. Everybody say this, say I'm growing up. I'm growing up. I'm learning how to anchor my soul. I'm learning how to anchor my soul. I want you to begin to challenge yourself in this month of July to pay attention 
to how many times you allow your emotions to get caught up in something that's not even your business. How many times you allow your emotions to take you on a journey and feel something that's not even your business. And you're tossed to and from. It says this word is designed to anchor your soul. And that's going to be really important in this prophetic word because the only way when you look at 1 Corinthians to be steadfast, unmovable, secure, and firmly planted is to have an anchored soul, a soul that believes God. And in order to have, in order to have, in order to have, it keeps going in that, I'm not sure. In order to have, in order to have an anchored soul, the reality of it is, is you can't be word deficient. And I know that it's not popular now for people to, spend time reading the Bible, um, you know, and, and maybe because everybody has a Bible app on their phone or maybe because they have a devotional that they do every day. Um, but you actually need to desire God's word like you desire your daily nourishment. And I can't, I can't stress to people enough that if you are not, if you are malnourished, where the word is concerned. If you are starving because you have not fed your, your soul the word of God, it was, it's the equivalent of someone who only eats junk food all the time. They're full, but they're unhealthy. And the reality of it is a lot of people are full off praise and worship. They're full off of fellowship. They're full off of they call it prayer, but really they're just talking to God. They're not listening to what God's saying to them. And you can get full off of that stuff, but it's the, it's the equivalent of eating, eating junk food. You got you to, to desire to know what it is God is saying. And so let's take a look at this prophecy. You've seen it. It's been on our Facebook pages since November of 2020. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren and sisters, with all we have going for us. Somebody shout, I got a lot going for me. I have a lot going for Say me. Say it, tell your other neighbor, I got a lot going for me. Now tell the enemy, I got a lot going for me. Yeah, that third one should have sounded different. I was going to be concerned if you didn't tell the devil you had something going for you. He says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, with all we have going for us, be ye steadfast, unmovable, secure, and firmly planted. That word firmly planted, it's the, it's the idea of a tree. If you plant a tree in your yard, you're never suspecting to come home and see that tree that you planted in the front yard who has gotten up and moved to your backyard. You're like, no, wherever I plant you, that's where you're going to grow. And so God says, listen, wherever I've planted you, you need to know that I've already ordained the, the nutrients that you need to prosper where I've planted you. I tell people all the time, that was my issue early on because, and we talked about this, we wanted to go somewhere else. We wanted to move. We wanted to live somewhere else. But God had another plan. And I'm, I'm firmly convinced that had we moved and done something else, we, we, may not, we may not be preaching the gospel today. So God knows what you need. In fact, say this. Say, I am, I am exactly, exactly where, God where God needs me to be, me to be. today. Now, I need you to give God some praise for that. Now, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you saying, 
but 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 God told me to do this and I didn't do it or I should have done this and I didn't do it or, or I missed this opportunity. God knew you was going to miss it. That's why he created paths, multiple paths to get you back on track. So where you are today is exactly where God needs you to do is exactly where God needs you to be today. All he needs you to do is to live your life steadfast from this day forward. He then says, live your lives with an unshakable confidence, always abounding in the work of the Lord. He says, we know that we prosper and excel in every season, every season. by serving the Lord, because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive and not a waste of time or a waste of effort. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, say, when I obey God. It always profits me. I wish I had about five folk on each side who believe that. Every time I obey God, every time, every time I obey God, it, the smallest of things, when I obey God, it prospers me. And for those, again, we, we, we have new people, so we don't assume everybody knows. But one of the reasons we ask you to say things is that you don't believe anything more than what you say with your own voice. That's the reason. I know y'all think that for years preachers just had y'all telling stuff so you wouldn't go to sleep. It's really because if you will say it, it gets into your inner ear. It gets into your heart a lot faster than listening. So that's the reason that we say, turn and tell your neighbor, say this, because we want you saying what God is saying about you. So the word, I'm going to just read a couple of paragraphs. He'll stop me where he wants to stop me. Okay. You want me to read the whole, the whole thing through? Okay. Hold on to the words which I have given you. The words that have you have used to guide you through this year. Now, if you go back to last year, what is that word? Alignment and agreement produces advancement, right? So he says, hold on to what you learned last year. What did we learn last year? That we could prosper in any season if we aligned and agreed because he would advance, right? It says, the words that you have used to guide you through this year, stand firm and be prepared to receive all that I will reveal to you in the days and months ahead. I think all is important here because I think that sometimes we only want to receive the good stuff God wants to say to us, right? But we want to receive all because even the stuff we don't think we need to hear and want to hear is designed to set us up to win, right? Which, which is so important because when, when this came in November of 20, when this came in November of 2020, we had not received the word the year release yet. But when we received the word the year release, a lot of people got excited because they were thinking what God was going to release to them. But we came back and said, it's not just about what God's going to release to you. What are you going to give up to serve God? Are you going to give up that pride? You're going to give up that anger? You're going to give up that lust? You're going to give up that hatred? You, are, are you going to be willing to forgive? What are you going to release in order to get God's best? And that's why he says you need to be able to receive all that I will reveal to you. And in, in these last months, there are some things God has revealed to us that we have, we have needed to let go. And if we have let go, we're better for it. 
And how many of you, they both work now, how many of you can think of things this year that God has shown you about yourself that you didn't even know that you needed to deal with, but if, as you've let him deal with it, Absolutely. it shifted you. Absolutely. So it's all, it's not just we go be blessed and get more money. Absolutely. It's all, it's offense, it's all those things about us that he wants to deal with. It says, for I, the Lord your God, have been with you, and it is I that have brought you to where you are today. Mm -hmm. I have done so so that you will be able to understand all of the marvelous things that I have, I, that I surely assigned to be sent your way, right? So now as you prepare yourself for this year ahead, which I have already prepared already. for you, already. just settle into what I am doing. Amen. Just settle into what I am doing. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to do your own thing. Yeah. Just settle, settle. into what I am doing. Stop trying to make what I said is supposed to happen next year happen this year. Stop, try, stop trying to go back to 2018 and bring it. Just settle in what I'm doing. to what I am doing. Right now. <laughs> then he says, settle in, and then he asks you for something. He says, give me yes. all, all of your burdens, yes. all of your troubles, mm -hmm. and all of your fears. Yeah. So now in the prophetic word, he's giving us instructions. Yes. Number one, Sean, settle down. Yep. Settle into what I'm doing. Then now, give me something. All of your burdens. What are you burdened down? This is what I want people to do is this, if you have the ability. Take a sheet of paper and whatever comes up for burdens, whatever comes up for fears, whatever comes up for trouble, write it down and leave it today. Mm. Put it on the altar. Bring it here. Leave it today. How many times are you going to tell that story again about the person in your family who hasn't, wrong, hasn't done you right? How many times are you going to? He says, give me all of your burdens, all of your trouble, and all of your fears. And I believe the reason he tells us in that word to settle into what he's doing is because settling is a heart issue. Mm -hmm. you, you, don't, you don't get to settle into anything until you trust whatever it is. So he says, you got to trust me, because if you don't trust me, you won't give me your burdens. If you don't trust me, you won't give me your troubles. You won't give me your fears. So what the first thing I need you to do is to settle in. What am I settling into? I got you. Settle into this idea that I am for you. He says, let your heart be transformed and know that I trust you and you trust me and together I can handle everything that's been plaguing you. He says, so settle in. And then he says, give me all your burdens, give me all your troubles, give me all your fears. And then as you write those things down, when we get to the end of service, you ought to bring them and drop them today. And be like, this is my symbol. And don't pick them back up. That I'm dropping it all here today, right? And it says, know this, know this, there is nothing that you are going through or will experience mm -hmm. that's a problem for me. Praise God. Somebody give God some praise for that. Listen, just say this. Say, God is my solution. My solution. So now y'all know what I'm saying. You need to say it like you mean it. Say, God is. God is. My solution. My solution. He is. He's what am I going to do about my money? God is my solution. He's my solution. What am I going to do about my health? God is my solution. What am I going to do about this wrong image I have of myself? God is my solution. What am I going to do with whatever comes my way? God, God is, is my, my solution. solution. And I want to tell you this. Here's going to be the difference between the people of God 
who are going to rest and the people of God who go be stressed. Mm. It's going to be the people who see God as their solution. Mm. Are you going to rest? Are you going to rest? Or be stressed? Are you going to be stressed? God is my solution. Because God is my solution. Amen? In the days and months ahead, I need you to know that no matter what you see with your natural eyes mm -hmm. and no matter how bad things may appear, know this, heaven already saw it coming and I am your solution. Mm -hmm. I want to give you some instruction on this word right here. If you notice in that word, he did not say it would be in your house. He said you would see it with your natural eyes. And I'm going to tell you something that happens for believers a lot. You start to see and so you start to say. So you invite things in your house that mm. don't have permission to be there. Mm. So he says, I'm your solution. Yep. And then you start to see how high the gas price is going up, and you start talking about how high the gas prices are going up. You start to see what's happening, and you start talking about what's happening. But if you remember last year, we kept saying, no matter what happened, that it was the year of 2020. Yep. It was the year of perfect vision, that yep. God had perfect vision yep. for us. And that is the reason many of us prospered, no matter what was happening, because no matter what they said, we would not grab hold of nope. it. That's why you got to be careful what you see, because you're going to see things. He said, but he's already told you before you see it, nothing you see is a problem for me. So if nothing we see is a problem for him, why would we talk about what we see instead of talk about him being our solution? God is my solution. What does that mean? That means when you see gas prices going up, you say, God, I thank you that you take care of my gas. Yep. When you see something crazy happen, you say, God, I thank you that you, you tell your neighbor, say, train yourself to agree with heaven. To agree with heaven. If you agree with heaven, you will see heaven in your life. Say that again. If you agree with heaven, you will see heaven One in your life. If you agree with heaven, you will see heaven in your life. But you got to agree. But many of you, what you see right, what you see in your life right now, you see it because you agree with the world. Mm. You love Jesus, but you agree with the world. You it. talked about how bad it was getting, how much it was a struggle, how much it was stress. And now that's what you have in your life. How do you kick that out? God is my solution. God is my solution. God is my solution. Amen. In the months and days ahead, I need you to know that no matter what you see with your natural eyes and no matter how bad things appear, know this, heaven already saw it and I am your solution. Mm -hmm. Again, this same word. So don't worry. Don't worry. Don't fear. Mm. Know with surety I have already seen you through. Glory to God. I need somebody to praise Glory God. Glory to God. I need you to praise God that he has already seen you to January 1st, 2022. He's already seen you. He's already provided. Every client, every dollar, every door, every house, every car, every bill, he's already seen it. Every bit of deliverance, every bit of breakthrough, he's already seen it. What does that mean, guys? That means that maybe something tragic may happen to someone in your family. He's already seen your peace. You don't have to fall apart. Somebody may get laid off. You don't have to fall apart. He's already seen you through. Say that out of your mouth. He's already seen me through. He's already, he's already seen he's already my family seen me through. through. And here's the thing. I was, I was thinking about this one time. I was reading it through this, and I got to this section. All of us have a favorite movie. 
We've all seen some movie, some TV show, something that we like. We've seen it before. And when you're watching that show, before it gets to whatever part is your favorite part, you already know what's going to happen. Everybody makes fun of me. And everybody know one of my favorite shows is Boys in the Hood. Everybody know I'm going to panic when Ricky is about to be shot. Because Ricky died. Every time I watch Boys in the Hood, I say, Ricky, don't go down there. But he's going to go. But Ricky go down there every time. Every time I'm like, Ricky, run. He don't run fast enough. Every time I'm like, no, Ricky, don't get shot. They shoot Ricky every time. You know why? I already seen it through. So, so the enemy's trying to get you to panic. He's trying to get you to, to not trust God. He's trying to get you to turn your back. He's trying to make you do something else because he understands, just like God understands, he already saw you victorious on the other side. He don't want you to go through it. He wants you to turn the movie off. God says, I've already walked your path. I've already jumped over every stumbling block. I've already covered up every pitfall. Just follow me. And as sure as Ricky gets shot every time, as sure as you are victorious. He said, I've already seen it through. Therefore, you might as well go ahead and rejoice. Might as well. For the glory you will Wait, see. they missed the opportunity. They did. They missed the opportunity. I know it's warm, and so I'm going to give them a pass. But you don't want to miss your opportunity because it's warm. So read that again. Therefore, you might as well go ahead and rejoice. Glory to glory. God. You might as well. You might. It's already happened. God has already seen you through. You might as well go ahead and give him praise. But it's more than that. He said, because for the glory mm. you will see in the next 14 months will be greater than you have witnessed, witnessed before. before. So that means you could think of whatever you think are the most glorious things that God has done for you in your whole life. Mm. And he wants to do more than that by the time we get to February 2022. He said, that's what you're rejoicing for. That's what I prepare for you. More glory. More of my goodness. Praise me today for what's praise on the me way. Today. Give a give a right now praise for what I've already done. You just ain't seen it yet, but it's already done. Here's what the prophecy is designed to do, though, and this is the disconnect that I believe many believers make. You can always see into two realms. Mm. The only reason that you are having to praise for what's to come is that you haven't been in heavenly places and seen what is. Mm -hmm. The reason that, the only reason you ever future praising is because you're trying to listen to what we said from the natural. The Bible says you have access to the heavenly realm, which means that whatever you will see in time in December already exists mm. in eternity now. Yes. He invites you to come and see in July, what already exists now. And praise him now for what will show up in time in December. The reason that's difficult for people is that you've trained yourself to see in the natural, but you've never trained yourself to see what God is doing. So take a second and ask the Lord to show you just one thing 
he desires to do in your life, your family this year. And when you can see it, begin to praise him. When you can, I, I, when you can see it, you can see it with your imagination. You can see yourself in that place. You can see yourself getting up every morning, not stressed out, not anxious, not second-guessing your value and your worth, wondering, if you can, can you see yourself there? You can see yourself with enough money in the bank after you have tithed and blessed people and paid your bills. Can you see yourself walking without pain? Can you see yourself at the doctor and they say, we can't find it no more. It doesn't exist anymore. It's not in your body anymore. Can you see yourself there? When you can see yourself, start to praise him for that. That's the vision you hang on to every day. You see yourself there. Hallelujah. It says, so be ex exceedingly grateful for where you are now. Mm. Now. He didn't say in the natural. Be exceedingly grateful for where you are now in Christ Jesus. Why? Because I haven't forgotten the anointing, the graces, and the gifts that I have placed in you and I'm bringing out of you. Your alignment and agreement with me and my word was designed for the season you are about to face. Mm -hmm. So in these days, don't fear what you hear. And do not be moved by the narratives that will fill your ears, but do not align with my mm -hmm. words. False narratives. The false narratives that you don't have enough that the whole world's mm. going to hell in a handbasket, mm -hmm. that it's only getting worse. Don't agree with the false narratives. I am causing a great shift God. in both the nation and in you. And I'm going to speak to you. And I'm going to show you new things. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see things and understand things in ways you haven't before. For, I have, for what I have already done, it won't be long, very long before you see it with your natural eye. For if you will spend this time with me mm. and stand firm in, in faith, faith, there will be wonders, wonders to, to behold. behold. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say, there was more instruction. There was more instruction. Spend time. Spend time. With me. Mm-hmm. And stand in faith. And stand firm mm. in faith. Firm in faith. Then you will see wonders. wonders. And then it says, now... All that you have prayed for and believed me for, mm -hmm. I say to you this it day, is. it is near. Again, same instruction. So put aside your struggles, your, your worries, and, and your concerns about if it will be so. Ah. For I am your God according, according to covenant. There it is. And I say these things so that you will know I will not have you to be without what I promised for you to have. Amen. So I say these things so that you will know. So that you would know. So that you will know that I will not have you be without what I promised for you to have. Everybody say, According I will not be without. covenant. <laughs> say, I will not be without. 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 Let me give you this real I will thing not to, be. to hold on to. So when it looks like there's lack in your life, don't ask God why he's withholding it. Because he's not withholding anything. That's when you open your mouth and say, 
I am supplied according to the promises of God. Mm -hmm. I am supplied according to the God of covenant. So begin to rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And shout unto me. Hallelujah. And give me praise. Yes. Hallelujah. And receive by faith, by faith. all the things that you no. know. What do you receive do you by know? faith? What, do you know? what you know. What you know. What do you know? What he said. Mm. For this thing mm. that you and I have talked about. It shall. It shall. Surely. Surely. Come to pass. Come to pass. Amen. Amen. We just, we done. It shall surely come to pass. We just want you to be anchored this year. We want you to be anchored this year. Chop that prophecy up. Put we, it make, take in small pieces. It's so much in there. So many instructions. So many divine pieces of inspiration and revelation that he says what he's going to do if we do our part. And that's what we want you to have this year. That's what we're praying. Pastor Edwin and I are praying over you every single day. You and our virtual partners all over the world, we're believing God for your breakthrough. But will you help us help you? Because if we pray for your breakthrough, but you won't spend time in the word, we can't, there's only so much we can do. If you won't obey God in the small things, yep. there's only so much that we can do, right? Your eyes with light. So we pray that your eyes be flooded, flooded with, light. with light. Those of you who wrote something on the paper, you can come and bring the paper now. Yep. Um, those of you who haven't given online, if you didn't watch the morning service, it's your opportunity to give. Amen. It's your opportunity to give. We believe something supernatural happens when we give. We want you to go and have a good day, but we want you to begin to talk about this prophecy in your family. We want you to begin to just grab a line of it. And, and because if you read this prophecy over and over again, I have found this, you and I are very seldom focused on the same paragraph. Yep. We are very seldom focused on the same paragraph yep. because God is talking to me about something and God is talking to you about something and together we have a more complete understanding. You not married, find you somebody else in this ministry who agree with this, this prophecy with you that you can exchange stuff. This is what's standing out to me today. This is what the Lord is saying. But make a decision today that you will have a testimony at the end of this year mm. because you will see in your life what he said. Amen. 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 Listen, just want to remind you, those of you, Pastor mentioned the giving, wanted to just give you an update. We're at about $12,000 already on our scholarship fund for July. Amen. <laughs> Praise God for that. Praise God for that. As you know, uh, our goal is to fully fund five scholarships, uh, but our major goal is to get to 20000 Once we get to 20000 then we fully qualify for the $10,000 matching grant, which means that there will be three full scholarships that we get to support students going to college. Amen? And listen, I know I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The scholarship is near and dear to my heart because it was one of those things where God asked us to do something that literally we didn't know how it was going to get done. And since God has asked us to do that, we've been able to bless so many students students, uh, both through the FOC Academic and Leadership Scholarship and through the James A. Young Memorial Scholarship. Uh, we have two different funds. One funds uh, students to go to school on a $10,000 scholarship. The other one is $4,000. Each one of those scholarships, every dollar that we raise that we get to sow into the lives of those kids is doing one of those three things we said that God wants us to do, which is to help establish his covenant, to help promote his kingdom and to be a blessing to through humanity. And so if you haven't given to the scholarship fund yet, maybe you just was waiting to see what number we're going to get to or you just hadn't decided yet, pray and ask the Lord. Go ahead and help us get to that $20,000 mark. Our goal was to get there before J July 7th. I still think we can do it. Do y'all still think we can do it? Yeah. 
So then what I need, I need your help. What I need you to do is to give. If you have given, I need you to share it on your page. I know people are like, well, I shared it twice. Well, you realize if you got 5,000 people and you shared it twice, about 30 people saw it. Your analytics ain't going to all 5,000 of those people. So don't worry about the people thinking you're sharing it too much. They can keep scrolling, amen? But I guarantee you, every time you share it, there are people who didn't see it. I'm sharing it several times a day, and every time after I do it, there are more and more people giving. And so I know on the Facebook page, it says, I think, like 5,000-something dollars. But across all of our platforms combined, we're a little at $12,000. And I had somebody tell me they put a pretty big check in the mail. So I'm waiting to see what that's going to be this week, amen? I believe we're going to meet $50,000 by the end of July. Anybody else believe in that? Amen. Well, listen, we love you guys. We're going to get out of here. Next week, I'll put it on 68, not 65. I won't freeze it. I was trying to get it really cold for y'all, but that didn't work out. So, listen, if you got something on that piece of paper, we don't want you to just get up and leave. You, you need you, Following instruction is so clear. It's so critical to your well-being. A lot of times people think things are suggestion. I tell my spiritual sons all the time when I'm speaking to them in the, in, the, in, in the authority of their spiritual father as a pastor, it's not a suggestion. And so if you've got anything in your life that you won't go on, I know it may seem silly to you, but you need to learn to follow instructions. You need to write that down on that piece of paper. And when you get rid of it, whatever fear, whatever burden, whatever problem, whatever issue that you want out of your life, you need to get up. And come up here and you need to put this thing at the altar and leave it there so we can take it and throw that mess in the trash. And once you've done that, you ought to be giving God some praise. If, you, if you're not going to come back and pick that stuff up, you ought to be giving God some praise. So we love you guys. You guys have a great day. We will see you guys next week. Remember, if you're coming back, you got to register. You got to register. You get the link is still there. It's the same link. You need to go. You need to register. Uh, once it hits 50 people or it hits the Friday, the, the 24 hours before, it's going to shut down. Uh, and so if you're not registered, you won't be able to come in. Thank you guys for being here. Listen, if you got on a green band, hug up some people. If you got on a yellow band, give an elbow or a high five. If you got red, we'll see y'all later. All right. God bless y'all. Y'all be blessed.